Turn with me this morning to 1 Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1, we're going to start reading in verse 6. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, in whom though now you see him not, yet believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. I want you to look back at verse 7. It says, the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire. I want you to think today about what that gold tried with fire is. As you purify gold, you you have to put it on fire, right? You have to burn away all the impurities. Those impurities are separated and what you're... What you end up with is something that's more valuable than what you started with, right? So you think about the most valuable thing this world has to offer, and your faith that is tried is even more valuable than that. So we we sometimes look at the trials in our life and we don't put value with them. We don't assign value to those trials. In fact, we often look at them in a negative manner. We, we look at those trials and we say, you know what, I don't want to go through that. I, I don't look forward to trials. But I want you to see today that those trials should be one of the most valuable things to us because as we go through them, we always need to remember, first of all, that God is leading us through them. He's bringing us through those trials And it's for a purpose. It's so that your faith might be increased. It's so that your faith, as it's tried by fire, becomes more pure and more valuable to you as an end result. So we look at those trials in a negative manner sometimes, but what we need to do is readjust our point of view. We need to look at them in a manner that says, you know what, this may be a trial. It may not be pleasant to go through. It may not even be a desirable situation. But the end product is greatly to be desired. The end product is of more value than I can imagine. Because you see, it's your faith that you stand on. It's the faith that you have that gets you through tough times. It's the faith you possess that is what keeps you when it seems everything else has failed. So without that kind of faith that has been robbed of impurities, the kind of faith that has been purified and made more precious and more precious, without that kind of faith, you begin to falter. You begin to fall. So that's the kind of faith we need to be looking for. I want you to see something today in this Scripture. 
I've got another one I'm going to share with you in a minute. That those trials are seemingly undesirable, but they should be desired. Those trials that are seemingly unpleasant, you should find great joy in. You see, sometimes you have to go through things in this life you don't like to get something you do. The old saying is that anything worth having, you have to work hard for. Right? Anything somebody gives you, you don't have as high of a value on. Is it something you had to work hard for? Anybody that's ever worked hard to obtain something in this life, even material things, knows what I'm talking about. I told my kids one time about how I worked a whole summer to purchase a TV when I was when I was kid a kid. I had worked and saved all my money. I had already picked out the TV I wanted. I knew exactly how much I had to have. And I worked and I worked and I worked until I got it. And do you know I kept that TV until it just absolutely quit working. I treasured that TV because I had worked so hard for it. I knew what it took to get it. It was hard work. It wasn't something that I just showed up on the job and they paid me money, right? No, I had to work hard for that money. My dad paid me $10 a day. That seems like nothing right today, right? But that was big money to me when I was a, teen, a, a, a young teenager, a kid. $10 a day, that translates into $50 a week. That TV was $347. Yes, I still remember. $347, oh yeah, and they charge tax. So I had already figured out what that TV was going to cost me. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? You see, I, I was willing to work hard, go through unpleasant things to acquire something that I desired. Y'all, it is no different in the spiritual realm. It is no different in our walk with God. You want to acquire something that you desire greatly? Guess what? It takes hard work. And the trial of your faith is the way that thing is accomplished. You have to go through a purification. You have to go through things in your life that bring out impurities that they can be gotten rid of. And when you do that, that faith is increased because you, you see that even through that tough time, God was with me. God provided what I needed to get through it. God never left me during that moment in my life. And even though I didn't want to be in it, the end result was desirable. You understand what I'm saying today? I didn't want to be out there laying brick with my dad. I didn't want to be carrying brick and, and shoveling sand into the mortar mixer. I didn't want to be doing those things in my flesh, but the end result was my desire. My desire was to earn something. So in my spiritual life, the same thing applies. My end result that I want is a closer walk with God. 
I want favor with my master. I want to, to see the blessings of God in my life. I want to do great and mighty things that He may be glorified and that some might be reached before they leave this earth. What does it take to get there? It takes a trial of my faith. You see, you have to have great faith to see great things happen. Y'all understand what I'm saying today? Hard work is a bad word today for a lot of people. My kids don't understand hard work, y'all. And that's my fault. (laughs) They don't understand hard work. Five minutes into it, tired. They're ready to go inside in the air condition. I'm starting to sound like an old man, ain't I? Yeah. I was a young teenager. I was the last job I worked on, I was 15, I remember. I was 15. I talked my dad into letting me drive the truck to a friend's house. But today we don't understand, especially kids, the hard work that's involved. We think maybe something, you know, this happens to adults too. You, you kind of get complacent and you feel like maybe things are just going to kind of fall in your lap. Y'all didn't like that. Let's try it a different way. No, you heard what I said. You heard what I said. We 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 get to feeling like I'm 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 doing okay. Good things come to those that wait. No. Good things come to those that get off their rear end and get out there and work hard for it. So in our spiritual life we shouldn't expect any different. Does God love His children that sit idly by and don't do much? Yeah, He still loves you. He still loves you. He still will do things in your life. But are those the things you're desiring? Are those the things that you really want to see happen? And see, I'm not here today to just talk to you about desiring something great from God. Although... There's nothing wrong with that concept. There's nothing wrong with you doing that. In fact, I strongly encourage you to begin to seek God and see what it is you desire from Him. But I'm here to encourage somebody today too. See, we often, like I've already said several times, y'all get it in a minute, we often look at those trials in a negative manner. I'm not telling you they're pleasant. I'm not telling you that you'll ever want that trial. But what I am telling you is that in that trial, you can find joy. You see, that scripture I just read you said something about some joy. It said something about joy unspeakable. You know what that means? It means I can't give you words to describe 
how wonderful it is. It's unspeakable. See, that that doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense how we can find joy in terrible situations. Y'all ever been through a trial and come out the other side and said, you know what? God was doing something. It's easy to have joy after the fact, ain't it? When you see what God's doing. But see, there's a different perspective that doesn't wait until the end result. And y'all, you can take this principle and you can apply this to many ways in your life. One of them might be uh, prayer. Asking for healing. Okay? This is just one example. See, there's a different perspective that says, I know God. I know what He's promised me. I know what He said He will do. So I'm going to go ahead and have joy now. Okay? You see, there's a difference. You see the difference now. There, See, there's the kind of person that says, God, I need healing God, I need healing. God, I need healing. God, I sure wish you'd heal me. When are you going to heal me, Lord? I sure wish healing would come. And you just steadily decrease in faith. See, there's another way to look at it. You can say, Lord, I need healing. And I'm going to rejoice knowing healing's coming. You see, there's a different way to look at it. Does it change the end result? I guarantee you it changes the end result. You see, words don't mean anything, but faith means everything. He said, He told us in His Word, I will, you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So you know what you do? You make that request and you stand on the knowledge of His Word knowing that He said, I will do it. And you say, Lord, I'm just waiting for when you're going to. I may not feel it right now. It may not be next week. But I know there's going to come a day I'm going to receive my healing. So right now in this storm, I'm going to praise you no matter what. Do you understand the difference in what I'm talking about? See, you can make these little little mealy mouth requests to God. And y'all pardon me if I offend you this morning. But I'm guilty of the same thing. We make these little mealy mouth requests to God. And He says, there ain't no faith in that. You made a request, but that's not the only requirement. Part of the requirement is that you believe I'm going to do it. Word tells us that if you believe in your heart without doubting, it will be done. Okay? That's not always easy. You say, well, how do I ever do that, Kevin? Because doubts creep in. I'm going to tell you how. And listen, this is real simple. There's a whole lot of times I can't give you definite answers. But I can tell you how this one works. Faith has to be increased. Y'all didn't think it was going to be that easy, did you? Faith has to be increased. If you ask for something and you don't doubt, 
You can expect it to come. If you ask for something and there's doubt in your heart, you ain't got reason to expect nothing. Sometimes God will go ahead and answer it, but He's not required to according to what His Word says. But I want to tell you something. If doubt is there, it's because your faith is weak. That is the only thing that brings about that doubt. It's lack of knowledge of who God is and that faith is decreased. Knowledge is the thing that begins to increase your faith. Knowing what God will do. Knowing what He has said He will do. How do you begin to know what God will do? By seeing it happen. Guess how that comes about? Trials. So, how are we going to look at trials? Let me share some more scripture with you. 1 Peter chapter 4. <clears throat> Seems like Peter might have understood a little bit of something about trials. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 12. <clears throat> Beloved, that means you, listen up. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. As though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice. I really don't have to go any further. That pretty much sums it up right there. So don't think it's strange when you go into a trial, when it seems like everything is against you. Remember what the Word says. God is on your side. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Your emotions may tell you He ain't there. But He's there. So look at this. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. Meaning this is common. You should expect it. This isn't out of the ordinary. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when His glory shall be revealed you may be glad also with exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the Spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, He is evil spoken of. But on your part, He is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. But let him glorify God on this behalf. Do y'all hear what that's saying? It's saying that, yeah, you're going to have trials. Don't think it's weird. Don't think something out of the ordinary is going on when a trial comes upon you. But instead, you should rejoice knowing that this is coming. Listen to what I'm saying this morning. This is coming because I am a child of God. 
It may be coming directly from God as something to increase my faith as He begins to work in me. Or it may be coming from an outside source because I'm a Christian. Either way, you should rejoice because you know you're one of His. Whew! Obviously, I have not said something because y'all are not getting what I'm saying today. You see, we look at it from that negative attitude all the time. We look at that trial and we say, I don't want to go through a trial. God... Why have you forsaken me? God, where are you? Why why is this happening to me, God? And God's sitting there, I'm right here. Just look to me. Just trust that I know what I'm doing. Y'all ever think God gets frustrated with us? (laughs) I know He does. Because we're foolish sometimes. We, we can't see what God's doing. And we just think, well, He must be against me. Y'all think bad things don't happen to you all the time because you have sin in your life. Bad things don't happen to you all the time because God doesn't like you. <laughs> sometimes those bad things happen because God's trying to raise something up within you. He's trying to birth something new in you. He's trying to purify your faith and bring it to a state where it's more valuable than it was before. A point where you must depend upon Him and you understand He is my source of all things. But if you never get to that point, I can understand why we sit on the other side in the trial and don't rejoice. Because we never get to an understanding that this might be for our good. There may be something on the other end of it that's of much greater value than how terrible it seems. But rejoice. But rejoice. Everything I just said doesn't matter. Rejoice. Doesn't matter where you find yourself. Rejoice in it. Paul said it doesn't matter where I find myself. I've learned how to be content. It doesn't matter if I have everything I want or if I have nothing. I've learned to be content in it. Why? Because he knew God was with him. And whatever he went through, because he was walking with God, he knew God had a plan in it. Do you know there was many times that Paul went through some very undesirable things, and the outcome of it was he was able to reach someone that was unreachable for the kingdom of God. Man after man was converted because Paul came into their life in some way. Often as a prisoner. Y'all, it's not desirable to be in jail today. It wasn't definitely desirable to be in jail then. You think conditions are bad today, you should look back at what they were then. But that man sat there in prison 
and rejoiced. Y'all hear what I said? He sat there in prison. You think that wasn't a trial? You think when him being a, a, a Silas being bound in that prison wasn't a trial? But what did they do? They began to sing praises to God and those chains fell off. They began to rejoice in the midst of their trial. I want you to hear me today because there is people here, probably most of you honestly, going through trials in your life. Change your, your outlook on it. God is trying to do something in your life. Those trials are not pleasant. And, and the trial itself is not desirable. But the outcome is great to be desired. There is, is goodness on the other side that God is trying to do work in you. So in the midst of that, don't look at the, at the trial and say, Oh, I hate the trial. Look at the outcome and say, Oh, it's coming. I'm going to rejoice in it. I'm going to rejoice in the midst of the storm. I'm going to rejoice in the midst of this devastation even. Now, God is good. He, he doesn't bring these things upon you because He's got a bone to pick with you. He might correct you. But He does that because He loves you. He doesn't bring these things upon you just to mess with your head. He doesn't do this just to say, oh, well, look what I can do and watch the little puppets. No. He has such a great love and concern for each of you. He, he brings those trials about so that you will turn to Him. So that you'll learn to trust Him deeper. Deeper than you ever have. You see, there's, there's these levels you go through. The Word talks about going from faith to faith. You know what that means? It's, it's kind of like a promotion. You conquer a certain thing in your life and your faith is increased. And guess what? You're ready for something bigger. You're ready for something greater. Sometimes you look back and you, you don't realize how far you've come until you encounter somebody else that has a problem that you've already been through. And you say, oh, that ain't nothing. Let me pray with you. See, your faith is so far above that now. It's, it's easy to trust God for it. It's easy to believe God's going to do it. Y'all, I've seen different results in my life. I've seen God answer prayers immediately. I've seen God answer prayers over a long period of time. But He always answered them. There's some things that I'm still praying for. Some things... And, and y'all, I'm right there with you. I get down. I get tired of the trial sometimes. I've got to remind myself though why I'm in the trial. The trial's not to harm me. The trial is to improve me. The trial is to make me better. Just like that gold, you don't try it with fire to destroy it. You try it with fire to make it more valuable. I don't know what y'all know about gold, but gold is an element. You cannot destroy it. 
Elements can't be broken down any further than they are. So when you try it by fire, guess what? The gold remains. Other things may burn up and disappear, but that gold remains. Your faith will remain if you will push on through that trial. It'll still be there. And guess what? It's going to be more valuable than it was when you started. Y'all stand with me this morning. Brother Dickie, will you dismiss for us this morning, please?